Let's continue with key point number two then. Key point number two is this. If we desire hope, we must commit ourselves to rejoice in the promises of God's word. If we desire hope, we must commit ourselves to rejoice in the promises of the word of God. Let's pick back up at verse 9, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 9 through 12. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites, who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink, to send portions and rejoice greatly because they understood the words that were declared to them. So as Ezra was reading the word of the Lord, as he was reading the law of, of the Lord, and he was explaining the scriptures, the people's initial response was mourning and weeping over their sins. And normally that would be a good thing, right? I mean, you hear that and you go, well, that's good. I mean, you should be remorseful over your sin and you should mourn and weep over that. But then all of a sudden they're all saying, hey, stop. You shouldn't be weeping. Now, why is that? Because once you have been forgiven, once your sins have been atoned for, then it's time to celebrate what God's done. I don't want to dwell on my past sins. And I don't want to dwell on how bad I was. I would much rather focus and dwell on how good God is. Ezra is simply saying, we have been redeemed. God was faithful to his promises. He told us that, we, that, that if we didn't repent, that we would spend 70 years in exile. That's exactly what God did. He was faithful to that promise, but he didn't leave us there a day longer. At the end of that 70 years, we were given permission to return back to Israel. God is faithful. And here we are back in our land. Why? Because the word of the Lord can be trusted and his promises are true. So Ezra is simply saying we have been redeemed. God was faithful to his promises. He has brought us back to this land and let us celebrate what God has done. Now look back at verse 10. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. The Lord took joy in doing what? Redeeming, saving, restoring, protecting his people. There's a saying in ministry that we should celebrate what we want to replicate. Our attitude is really contagious. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about how your attitude is contagious? I've noticed it through years of, of ministry. 
I remember, I remember watching how, how youth pastors, when I was in student ministry for years, we would go on these events. And I would notice that the attitude of the youth pastor was often reflected in the youth group. And here's what I mean by that. I watched how, how certain students would attend an event and if the youth pastor didn't like a particular speaker and then the youth pastor was like, ah, you know, I don't care for them, what did the students do? The students tended to ignore and to disregard the speaker. I also noticed that that same attitude was contagious in the other direction. That if the student pastor said, man, is this event not the most incredible thing ever? That the students walked away and go, yes, this is amazing. This is fantastic. The principle is that, that our attitude can be contagious. And sometimes if we just have this Debbie Downer, oh, this is miserable, then those who are looking up to us, sometimes they're going to say, oh, man, yeah, it is bad. It's miserable. This is no good. But if we have a different attitude about it, then that same attitude is contagious. Here's the idea. <laughs> Ezra, Nehemiah, all these leaders, they're saying, listen, we have reason to celebrate. And then they give them reason to celebrate. And all those people that were assembled, the men, the women, and the children who were old enough to listen to understand, all of their, their attitudes changed from that weeping and mourning to one of joy and celebration. So it's a good thing to be remorseful over our sin. However, we must also express worship and thankfulness for the victories that we have in Christ. Ezra is simply reminding the remnant that now is the time to celebrate. Hold, hold tight to the fact that the Lord takes joy in redemption. That he takes joy in saving, restoring, protecting. So what's a victory that you've experienced in your life this past week? What's a victory that you've had? I mean, as you're sitting there in your seat in worship this morning, what is something, instead of being focused on all the, the past, and instead of being focused on our past sin and all the things that we regret and being remorseful, let's take a moment and say, you know what, this week I did experience this and the Lord's blessing in this way. What is it? What was it? Reflect upon that. Think about that for a moment. Because that's a victory that should be, that should be celebrated. Look back at verse 12. And all the people went their way to eat and drink, to send their portions and rejoice greatly. Why? because they understood the words that were declared to them. I mean, think about the significance of that. They went away celebrating because they understood God's word. They walked away in celebration because they, they understood what God's word was teaching. Have you ever considered what a blessing it is to understand the Bible? What a blessing it is to know and understand God's Word. 
So if we're doing this thing right, what we should study God's word and we should listen to it and try to understand it. And as a result, God's people will be strengthened. And then we continue with that and recognize then that God's people are going to rejoice in the Lord and express worship.